Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jacob Albrock. Tommy Kester, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on the Kansas Jayhawks. Let's go now to the KU football and basketball beat writer from the Kansas City Star, Shreyas Latta. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Glad to be with you. Jacob Albrock with you here. Paul Savage, Malcolm Carter in. Tommy off this week. He'll be back next week ready to roll. We welcome in Trius Lotta, KC star, beat reporter, our KU insider. Busy time of the year. You've got a big football game now in the rearview mirror and looking ahead to the Maui invitation. Are you calling us from Maui, Trius? I am not. Uh, I, my partner, Gary, is there. I am in town in Lawrence still around for the uh, uh, Lance Leipold press conference, but I'll be heading back home uh, to Georgia for a couple of days. It'll be nice to spend some time with family and uh, remotely cover the Mali Invitational, then heading out Friday to Cincinnati. Well, let's start with football before we get to the Maui Invitational and look back for a minute at the Sunflower Showdown. I know it's frustrating for KU because I feel like they played well enough to win that game. They didn't get it done. What was your take on it, uh, you know, as you sit back and look back at that Sunflower Showdown and what you saw Saturday? I mean, I think, you know, they really should have won that game, to be honest with you. Uh, There's moments that you can look at and film and, and just watching the highlights and you're like, man, if they had done this or they had done that or, you know, not made that mistake, you know, I, I said it before the game, and I, I wrote about it throughout the week. It's whoever comes out of this game will be the one that made the least amount of mistakes. And I thought Kansas State would be that team, and they were because, you know, it wasn't even about being perfect. If KU didn't make the six or seven or five or six mistakes they did and they made three or four, you're probably, you know, saying that Kansas had broken a, a 14-year streak of losing to Kansas State. You know, you think about that Rich Miller drop pick six and how that completely changed the momentum of the game because right after that, Kansas State gets a 52-yard run and, and scores on the ensuing plays after that. And instead of being up 33-16, now Kansas is only up 27-24, you know. And I think Cole Ballard probably played as well as you could have hoped. 
you know, with the circumstances he was put in. I know people point out the interceptions, but, you know, the first interception was a, a desperation pick, uh, you know, trying to make something happen. And that was his fault. But, you know, Kansas got it back with the interception on their own. And, uh, you know, on that last play that he made an interception, you know, he just kind of threw it up because nobody else was open. So I'm not going to fault him on that. Uh, I think there was just certain things, you know, between the special teams mistakes to you know, defensive uh, stuff that happened to – uh, just, you know, everything overall, I think Kansas fans know and feel like they've closed the gap, like Lance Leipold said, and just didn't show up in the final scoreboard on Saturday. Well, Sharia, I, I, I want to come back to Cole Bauer for just a little bit because while he wasn't spectacular, I don't know that his job yesterday, or I should say on Saturday, was to be spectacular. What he did was manage the game, manage it well. Uh, 11 for 16, 162 yards, 10, 10 yards of completion, one TD. You bring up the two, t, uh, to two interceptions. I get it. But he did a good job of managing this team to a point where they could get 234 yards, total yards rushing uh, against a really good front with uh, Kansas State and active linebackers. You know something? Talk a little about how, how you're feeling on, on Cole Ballard. Is he the future? Is he that guy that they may go to? Will they bring someone else in? Which obviously they will if they can find, you know, great quality quarterbacks that are willing to come to KU. They're going to go get them. And uh, but talk a little about Cole Ballard because while not expecting a young freshman being thrown into the game, uh, the game of the century uh, for your team against Kansas State, two ranked teams. Golly, I thought he did a good job managing. Talk a little about uh, this kid and what his future is with uh, with the University of Kansas. I, I've been very impressed with Cole Ballard. I mean, you know, he plays with no fear. You know, he will go out there and just run the ball when he needs to run the ball, taking the contact. I've never seen anyone play like that as a freshman, at least in my time covering college football, um, which ultimately hasn't been that long. But, you know, I, I, I've been very impressed with his play, how much the locker room loves him. I think, you know, yeah, he made a freshman mistake with that first pick, but I'm not going to fault him for the second one because, you know, he had to throw the ball there. You know, you want him to throw an interception before you take a sack in that situation. you got to give yourself a chance to score on fourth down there. Um, I think, you know, he did a great job of setting up for the KU run game, which demolished K-State for a team that K-State, you know, Kansas State, like you said, has such a formidable front and I think only came in letting up like 73 yards a game, Kansas had 144 at halftime, you know? So I think he did well. I think there's a future there. I think I'm really impressed with him because I remember talking to Jalen Daniels earlier in the year about Cole, and, and he told me he's a guy. He can play, you know? Like he, you know, I, I really kind of just took it with a grain of salt, but we've seen Cole Ballard isn't your typical walk-on freshman uh, who just got converted to scholarship a month ago. Cole Ballard can play football, and he has no fear when he plays football, and that's a quality you can't teach. And I think there's something there with him, whether it's in uh, next year or most likely two years from now, I think there's an opportunity for him to be Kansas' starting quarterback uh, by the time his junior year rolls around. Uh, I think it'll be interesting who they bring in, and obviously they have some good talent coming in recruiting-wise. Uh, uh, but I'm excited to see his development and excited to see where his career goes for the Jayhawks and others. So kind of piggybacking off what Paul was talking about, uh, I think one of the bigger reports out of the weekend was uh, reports for Jalen Daniels possibly coming back uh, for the 2024 season. So 
just kind of on the from your perspective on the outlook, are we are we already starting to look ahead to next season? Do you think there's still life in this season here, or are we gearing up for 2024 a healthy Jalen Daniels? Or just kind of your your take on that perspective? I, I definitely think it's uh, he's coming back next season. It seems like there might have been uh, just kind of what I gather from you know the reporting and uh, you know like just kind of what happened. It seems like you know a couple weeks ago we were thinking about maybe he comes back. Midway, you know, later in the season, it seems like he was getting better. I think he was on the sidelines throwing for one of the games, and then he couldn't even travel to Ames, and that's kind of when I realized, like, okay, I, I don't think he's coming back this year because it seems like maybe he's back at a setback or it was more serious than we thought. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that video was a little funny to me because now it's the second time in two years that Jalen Daniels has come out with a video saying he's coming back because, you know, people have put out rumors or uh, – you know, all this and that, that he's leaving. And I can tell you firsthand, getting to know him and his family, like, there's no doubt in my mind that he's coming back to Kansas this year. He didn't leave Kansas when they were bad. He didn't leave Kansas when they won two games his freshman year, when he was getting, you know, beat the heck by every defensive line because they couldn't protect him whatsoever. Uh, I'm excited for him to come back because I think he raises the ceiling of the KU team that should have a lot of starters come back. And, and more importantly, I think uh, it's just, you know, it's a nice, you know, thing for Jayhawks fans to know that they can breathe easy, that Jalen is coming back instead of wondering what if or wondering what's next. I and and you know, that back, Shreyas, we've been we've been saying it from the beginning of the year it felt weird, right? Because a back injury is different than other injuries. It, I, when we see something like we saw with the announcement with what you know, like, is this something that will get you know, like all the way better or just better enough to play? Like what, what is the long-term prognosis here? I mean, I think hopefully you think six plus months will be enough to heal his back, whatever the issue is with his back, you know, whether it's something more serious than we know or whatever. But I mean, you know, I don't want to speculate because in the sense that like, we don't know the entire situation with this thing, but I, I feel like, he should be good to go, right? Like, as long as he rehabs it, takes it carefully, and Kansas has been very cautious with him and his injuries, you know, since the shoulder thing last year. Uh, so I know that they will not throw him out there until he feels he's ready. And, and if we learn anything with Kansas football is, unless you've taken the ma- most practice reps, you will not be the starting quarterback come Saturday. Curious, I got to ask you, you're an insider, man. That's what they call you. We called you the KU insider when we when we brought you on. This is an insider question, and that is, what bowls are, are talking to Kansas right now? Where are they going to end up, in your opinion? What quality bowl will the University of Kansas play in? I think they'll get a solid bowl. You know, I know they're not going to get the Pop-Tart Bowl, I don't think. With, that's what the hope was. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago when they beat Oklahoma and beat Iowa State, uh, you know, I, I think there's an, uh, a chance that they could be in the uh, the tax rebate bowl down in Houston. Uh, there was some talks of the Liberty Bowl. I know they were projected there, but I don't think they're going to end up there. Uh, you know, so I expect them to either, you know, ideally they get the bowl down in Houston. Um, you know, maybe if they want something new, they put them in the pop Pop-Tart bowl, but I, I kind of doubt it. I think they're not quite there uh, by bowl projections. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to see either probably the tax rebate bowl or maybe the independence bowl. Um, I know the radon technology bowl was there 
uh, which is on December 16th, but I think Kansas will have, probably have to lose to Cincinnati for that one. Uh, so expect, if you're a Jayhawk fan, probably expect somewhere in Texas or maybe Phoenix. Good. All right. No, I'm good. All right. Let, let's switch to let's switch to basketball here, Shreyas. Um, I, I just this tournament has so much for us, and you know, a lot of the time in these early season tournaments, you just like you don't know what to expect. But for KU, we kind of do know what to expect, right? We know what this team's going to look like. We've known before they ever played a game. Is this one where you just sit back and see how many good teams KU can make a run at? You've got, you know, Marquette is. 11 in Ken Palm right now. Uh, that's likely who they would play, although UCLA is not bad this year. Then you've got Tennessee and Syracuse and Purdue and Gonzaga. I mean, you're just looking at like a – this is this is a land I, – I love it. Just see how many games KU can win here. There's no, We don't really need to learn anything, do we? I think the, the thing we can learn from this uh, tournament is how are the freshmen and some of the newcomers like Nick Timberlake who are still kind of adjusting – uh, looking, you know, like I, I said it in my preview for this game against Chamonix. Like there isn't a ton you can take away from a game like this, right? This is a Division two college. You expect them to blow them out, and they will. Uh, but I want to see the freshmen play well, and I want to see Nick Timberlake shoot the ball well. Those couple of things are things you can take away from this couple of games because if you come out and guys have kind of figured out their role a little more, have kind of figured out the rhythm of the season a little more, I think that's big because if you remember last year, Grady Dick had a, a pretty good game in the um, Mountainational, right? And that was kind of his breakout game. And from there, it seemed like he just kind of took the season by a storm. I expect one of the guys to kind of have a breakout game for the younger guys, that is, and, you know, try and figure out their role and, and probably break out a little bit on, uh, you know, some of these games. Yeah, I have a question as well. Um, we're talking about uh, – the guard play for KU. Um, DeWine Harris, he had a pretty good game against Kentucky. Uh, can you just talk about um, what you expect to see from him, like from just as a maybe as a scorer and a facilitator this year? Yeah, I, I've been really impressed with DeWan. I mean, it, it's funny because he talked and joked about how he doesn't shoot the ball and he needs to. And, you know, Kentucky basically said, hey, we're going to go under on these screens and dare you to take threes. And he said, okay, I'm going to take the most threes I've taken all my career and make five or six. And, you know, hit a career high in points and you know there that is the kind of Dewan Harris that KU needs. I'm not saying he needs to take five threes a game, but you know two or three is nice and opens up the offense a little bit and uh you know it makes teams respect him a little more and, and gives an opportunity for guys like Hunter Dickinson and Kevin McCullough to get a little more open. Uh and you know he does his usual thing where he does a great job facilitating the ball. I think there's no better uh point guard in the country right now at ball distribution and, you know, assists and all that, you know, they, he's a great facilitator. Uh, and I think the Kansas-Kentucky game was a great example of what DeWan can be if his role and his name is called upon scoring. Uh, I would like to see him take some of that from that game and, and continue to be aggressive because KU's offense is a lot better uh, when Kansas or when DeWan Harris is shooting the ball. It just makes it easier for the rest of the guys and it takes pressure off Hunter Dickinson and Kevin McCuller, uh, you know, and I think he knows that. And I, I, I presume uh, against some of these tougher tournament teams uh, in the Maui Invitational, he'll probably score more than he, he scored in the first two games uh, against some uh, inferior competition. You know, that guy. You think, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jacob. 
I was just going to say, do you think we'll get Edie Dickinson matched up? You think you think that's gonna you think this tournament goes that way? We're gonna get that dream matchup there at the at the center position. I, I hope so. I mean, I don't know. I uh, I think it could happen. I think it'd be a fun one, and I think it'd be a great matchup for Hunter because Hunter is quicker than uh, Zach, but Zach has got the length and the physicality. I think a little bit there. Uh, I think it'll be a really fun matchup. Uh, you know, another big matchup I'm looking for is hopefully Kansas plays Marquette because uh, Tyler Colick is a really, really good guard. I think I'd love to see how he's matched up with Juan Harris and Elmarco Jackson, um, and he's been in, around college basketball for a minute now, so he's an experienced guard as well. Um, and Shaka Smart, I'm a big, big Shaka Smart guy. He's a guy who covered UConn for a year. Uh, I've always been very impressed with Shaka Smart and his, the teams he's put together. So there's a lot of uh, talented teams. I'd love to see Zach Eady and Purdue uh, against Kansas and Marquette against Kansas, hopefully, and, and see what happens. Well, I'm going to rely on your out your 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 insider on this again. I got another question for you with regards to the Big 12 conference. Man, this this is going to be amazing. First part of my of, of two questions. First part is the Big 12 by the time the season's over going to be referred to as the best basketball conference in the entire country? And number two, when you look at KU, they're they're going to be in the running for it. Give me one or two teams. Uh, other than KU, the two teams you think at this point, from what you've seen, that will be competing with KU for uh, for a championship, for a Big 12 championship? Yeah, uh, I, I think easily they're the best basketball conference okay. in the country. I think there was maybe some you know speculation last year with the Big East, but the Big East has been pretty horrid to start this season, to be quite frank. And uh, competition-wise, I really like Houston. I mean, you know, they have a great team. Uh, there that I think will compete with KU uh, and a great coach in uh, Samson. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I think they, they are a really tough team. Their defense is really, really good. Uh, another team is Baylor. Baylor could be up there. Uh, you know, I know they've rejuvenated some of the, the guys they lost last year, and they've come out and, and picked up some good guys. Um, but I think this is Kansas's conference to run away with, to be quite frank. I think oh. we'll give them some but uh, I mean, you know, they they are the best team in the country in a in a year where I think uh, it's kind of a down year at least so far for the top teams. And Kansas is still figuring its things out, but I think they're the best team in the country uh, pretty easily. What is it? Three, five teams in the top fifteen, something like that. Just something ridiculous right now. Baylor, BYU, uh, Kansas, Houston. All inside the top fifteen, oh, and Iowa State of the Ken Palm. So you know, based on what we've seen this year, the metrics are playing it out that way as well. Um, all right, Shreya. So uh, I know people can find your work at the KC Star, and you'll have a, a quick trip here mixed in. But what can we expect from you guys on this uh, on this KU coverage this week? Yeah, so I usually do my film breakdown with former KU quarterback Carter Stanley. I'm super excited this week. We're actually bringing on. Uh, uh, Former Kansas running back, Khalil Herbert, to come on and break down some film with us. Get to talk about Devin Neal a little bit, too, because I know they are pretty close. Um, and then I'll have a lot of preview stuff and, you know, post-game stuff from the Maui Invitational. Uh, I think I have an article come out shortly about, you know, Kansas against Chaminade. Um, and uh, just a lot going on this week. Should be a fun week, but looking forward to heading home for a little bit uh, and seeing some family and friends. 
All right, Trius Lada, you can check out his work at the KC Star. Trius, we always appreciate it. Enjoy the holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll uh, we'll be back next week to break it all down. Thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate it as well. And uh, happy Thanksgiving as well. There goes Trius Lada. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will get into this Chiefs-Eagles showdown. We'll preview that. Uh, your calls, open phone lines here on the IHOP hotline, 869-1240. IHOP, where guests can enjoy a home-style turkey and stuffing dinner, roasted turkey and gravy over cornbread stuffing served with a choice of two dinner entree sides. Uh, a little Chiefs talk. We're finally going to get you ready for it. Primed up. Here we go. It's coming next on Sports Daily. All right, welcome back in, everybody, to Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock here alongside Paul Savage, Malcolm Carter, filling in for Tommy this week. Uh, we've got Jad Chambers producing for us. We've got all kinds of good stuff for you, including primetime NFL games from Westwood One. They're available live for free tonight on the Odyssey app. You can tune in over on KNSS for Monday Night Football, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, or simply download the Odyssey app and search for KNSS at kickoff. You'll have... Uh, the the Chiefs call there on the Chiefs radio network on KNSS at 6 o'clock tonight. The national call of Monday Night Football will be over at 6.30 on KFH. All kinds of ways to listen to the Chiefs. Real quick shout-out to Craig Porter Jr., uh, former Shocker. 21 points last night, four rebounds, four assists. Uh, he had 12 points on Friday. Uh, Craig Porter Jr. is dealing in the NBA right now. So, uh, quick shout-out to him and a nice job for the former Shocker who looks like he is forcing his way into a big role for Cleveland there. All right, Eagles-Chiefs, fellas. It's the Kelsey Bowl. We, you know, T-Swizz may be there at Arrowhead tonight. We got all the, you know, you're going to have all the fanfare around it, but you don't need any of it because this is, you know, this is a matchup. It's not only a Super Bowl rematch, but it looks like it could be another Super Bowl preview right now. Neither team is... Is perfect. Both teams have flaws, and I, I, I'm going to be fascinated with the game plans in this one, the strategies in this one. And Paul, you know, it seems like when you think about it, the Eagles' secondary has not been good. The Chiefs got a bye week, and their passing game has not been what it normally is. Is this a get-right game for the Chiefs' offense in that passing game, or? Do they struggle because they don't have a strength to the Eagles' weakness? I, I don't know. Well, I don't know, and I don't care because I want to know who's going to be in the in the box with Taylor Swift and and her mom. I I need That's to know. True. I, I need <laughs> Malcolm. I got to know this stuff. You know, being a guy in entertainment like I am, you know, I there are more important things going on in this game, Jacob, than football on the field. Come on now. All right, that, that was a little over the top, but. There, there's so much going on in this game. You got great coaches. You got great players. You got probably, or maybe I should say, a very good chance of a preview of the up and coming Super Bowl. Won't be shocked. I, I know Malcolm and I, Jacob. Neither one of you guys would be shocked either. Uh, but we're going to see. We're going to see the best of these teams. Both these teams need to make a statement because it's who it is, who they're playing, and so it's going to be. You know, it's going to be all out. It's going to be nothing held back. It's going to be, I anticipate, Malcolm, this may be one of the most physical football games we've seen 
so far in the NFL. And they're all physical, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But this is where, you know, you got that little bit of itch coming out of a stance if you're in the trenches. And, you know, there's a lot of pride on the offensive line uh, and a lot of pride on the defensive line for Kansas, Kansas City's defensive line, offensive line for the Eagles. Man, I'll tell you what, this is going to be one for the ages because you're going to see something special with two really good football teams. And it may just come down, how well does the Kansas City Chiefs use uh, 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 Travis Kelsey with regards to where they line him up, what they do with him, what routes do they run with him, what kind of protection Mahomes gets to get the ball. But it could, be, it could come down to just as simply one guy, Travis Kelsey. I wouldn't normally say that, by the way, Malcolm. Mm. I don't, I'm not giving ever to one guy making that big a difference in a football game. But in this case, I think it might be the case. Mm-hmm. I think you have to, especially when you're talking about Travis Kelsey. But um, I think really my key for the game and what I'm looking at most is, like you mentioned, is in the trenches. Um, I don't know if you guys remember after the Super Bowl, but the Eagles D-line, they, you know, they had something to say. They said the field was a little slippery. And they weren't really able to get after Mahomes like they would have wanted to. So I think, honestly, I think the Eagles D-line has probably the biggest chip on their shoulder. I think that they're going to have their ears pinned back today. I think I think they're they're going to be coming after Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm I'm even though I'm not a Chiefs fan or anything like that, I'm definitely bought into the Andy Reid after the bye week hype. I think you just give him a week to prepare and he, to game plan, and it's just it's to me it's almost impossible to stop. Um, so I do think we're going to have a good game on our hands. But I mean, with the Chiefs getting all their guys back healthy, coming off a of bye week, it's it, it might be a little much for the Eagles. Well, look, and the Eagles are coming off a bye, too, I believe. Um, aren't they? Maybe they are. The, the, you asked about Kelsey, Paul. What's interesting, you look back at the Super Bowl last year. Kelsey went 6 for 81 with a touch. So he was a big part of that game plan, too. And, you know, it is a lot of the same players for these two teams when you're talking about offense and defense. So we'll see what they do. But the Chiefs have got to be able to do something else offensively. And they're not going to run the ball here against Philadelphia. Philadelphia's got a really good run defense. They're going to have to throw the ball, and they're probably going to have to throw the ball to wide receivers, where Philadelphia has struggled this year. Look for maybe a Rishi Rice game. I, 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 I don't know. And this is it. Like, this is the test for the Chiefs' offense in that pass game. You're going up against a bad pass defense, pretty much. I mean, it just is. You've had a bye week to prepare for it. If there's going to be a step forward of progress for these receivers and, and this connection with Mahomes, this will be and should be the week we see it. You look at the other side with the Chiefs' defense, this will be one of their biggest tests of the year, too. We all love the way they're playing. We all love the way McDuffie's playing. Now you got to stop A.J. Brown in, in what's been a pretty magical year for him. And, oh, by the way, they have another receiver on the other side, right. Devonta Smith, who mm-hmm. won a Heisman. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts is... You know, Jalen Hurts isn't playing like he played last year, but he's playing pretty pretty good. And now all of a sudden Philadelphia can also run the ball with DeAndre Swift. So, you know, it's it really is a pretty big test for the Chiefs on both sides of the ball, as it is for Philadelphia. Right. But as we're watching the Chiefs, and the outcome of this game matters in the moment, it doesn't matter big picture, I don't think. And, and maybe it does because of home field for both of these teams. But but what I mean is, like, I, I'm more concerned to see the problem areas. If I'm if I'm either one of these teams, if I'm the Chiefs, this needs to be the week we throw the ball a little better. If I'm the Eagles, this needs to be the week we improve our pass defense. It's like something's got to give there where these two teams have struggled. 
they go directly up against each other in this game, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like those are the two areas for arguably the two best teams in football that have to get better, and they just so happen in this game to go up against each other. I think it's why it's a hard game to pick. It's a hard game to predict. It's a hard game to bet. It's two and a half to the Eagles on Friday. Uh, I took the Eagles. I think I'm on an island there. Just we'll we'll see about that. And and you know it's over under 45 and a half with two defenses or at least you know that it played moderately well. I I don't know. It's a really unpredictable game. I can't wait for it. But it kind of feels like the Super Bowl did, Malcolm. It's like. We, that was a hard game to predict, too. And I think this is, is just in the same light. It's kind of hard to get a read for this. Yeah, I think uh, I think 45 and a half might be a little low for this game. Something something is just telling me that um, that both sides of the ball, both offenses are going to have to put together some points. So I think I think we'll get over that 45 and a half. Um, but I think definitely if you're talking money line um, and who, you, who you're buying, I think two and a half is, is, is right about where it'll be. It'll come down probably to that last drive, whether it's Mahomes or it's Jalen Hurts leading the way. So I think sports books are, are right, right around where they need to be uh, when you talk about predicting the game. All right, I've got a, I, here's my deal. I'm going to do with both you, Malcolm, and Jacob. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a real quick series of questions, about four or five questions. I'm going to ask you to pick. Who's got the better of this group? So, in other words, like the first question I'm going to ask is, which team, the Eagles or the Chiefs, has the better D-line? Malcolm? Eagles, for sure. Jacob? Eagles. Okay. Who has the better offensive line? Malcolm? I'm going to go to Eagles, too. Oh, my gosh. I'll, I'll uh, go the Chiefs on that. I'll okay. go the Chiefs on that. All right. Better quarterback? I mean, Chiefs. That's... Ah, come on. It's the Chiefs. <laughs> All right. Better head coach? Chiefs. Jacob? Well, yeah, I mean, I think okay. Sirianni's an up-and-comer, right. but, but you right. can't give that nod to anybody else. Better better overall defense, Chiefs or the Eagles? I'm going to have to go Chiefs right now. Okay, Jacob? Yeah, it's the Chiefs this year. All right. It's the Chiefs last this year. Last one, last one. Better overall offense, Chiefs or Eagles? Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you guys are split. I mean, I mean, you know, there was no domination by whoever you guys thought – and and, no, groups, and, that, and groups of players are important because, you know, when, when I say who's got the better D-line, that's a big deal, fellas. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal in winning or now losing that, look, this the, I like the Chiefs D-line. Don't get me wrong. Chris Jones is in the middle of any you defensive line right. and you're good. You got that but, right. But the Eagles D-line is just stupid. Their front seven is just stupid. They're just not good in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Like and, and if the Chiefs can't exploit this secondary, that's a big problem. They, 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 they absolutely have to go in, and I, I don't know if light them up is the right term, but it might be that. Like, they might need to light them up. Because if you're the Eagles, there is no way you let this be a Kelsey game. You can't, based on what you've watched on film. And if you're the Chiefs, who's going to be the player to step up? Is it Rice again? Is it Rice and – look, I thought – you know, I thought Sky Moore had a couple of plays in, in Germany. They were like, okay, maybe that's what we're looking for here. I don't know. If the Chiefs are ever going to get it right throwing the ball, this will be the game they do it. If they don't, then I think we all probably just need to come to terms with the fact that that's not going to be something they do this year. They're just not going to be a, a throw the ball to the wide receiver team. And I know they haven't been so far. I think we all just kind of hope that maybe they can be. But I don't know if it's there. If it, if it is, this is the game to see it. Well, I'm going to tell you this. You and I have been doing radio a long time. I've never heard you use the term light them up. 
But I'm telling you what, that's the perfect words to, to use in combination for which team. Because whichever team lights the other one up, that's going to be your eventual winner. Mm. And you're going to light up somebody. And that, that's that's perfect. We use that term all the time in practice. you got to light this guy up. I mean, you know, you know get, it, whether it's pass rush or pass defense or, or, or tackling, linebacker play, whatever, you got to light somebody up. Whoever lights up the other one's going to win this game. I love that term, Jacob. And I'm going to watch this game as to who's going to light somebody up. And it might be that the Philadelphia Eagles defensive backfield may get lit up. Mm. And if they are the group that does get lit up, Malcolm, I'm telling you right now, advantage Chiefs. What do you think of that? So are we are we so bought into the Chiefs secondary? I mean, I mean well, they really they really didn't have much of an answer <laughs> for AJ Brown last year. I mean he pretty he pretty much had their way well, their way with them. So well, they're better. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Okay. I mean in the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl Smith and Brown got him. I mean they definitely got him. That's uh, I don't Hertz know. Three hundred. They got Hertz had three hundred four yards passing. It did. The secondary has been much better this year than it was a year ago. McDuffie's a star. Mm-hmm. Um. But the Eagles have the and the and I think a part of it too for me like Hertz does not look to me as good throwing the ball as he did a year ago. I mean he's been fine, uh, but he's not quite there. I, I that's the other thing too. How much can you ever take year to year in the NFL? I don't know. I don't know. But these two teams did. You know, they didn't. They didn't get worse over the off season, right? Like I don't think either team took a step back. I don't know if they're marketedly the two best teams in football, but these are the two best teams in football right now, at mm-hmm. least from what we've seen so far. They've done it the most. They've figured out ways to avoid the landmines the most. They have the wins to back it up. I think it's. I do think it's a really hard game to predict. It will be curious to go back tomorrow and look at the box score from the Super Bowl and see how much has changed strategically uh, and just sort of on the field with how that one played out to how this one might. By the way, you're talking about that over-under? Uh, how about 73 points in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. 73 points. It's at 45 tonight. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those. You gotta, that's, that's crazy. You got you to gotta just, just take the over, though, so we don't have one of these dud games. Like, Can we just take the over so we can all root for one of those? We deserve one of those kinds of games. We've had like two of those this year. The Lions-Chargers gave us one. And and I, I don't even – there was another one at some point. But, like, we can we just get a shootout, please? Yeah. yeah. Man, I would love a good primetime game between those Thursday games and a few of those Monday nights. I think I think we're all Oof. due. I don't know if it'll be Chiefs Rams uh, from a few years back, but yeah, maybe that, maybe doesn't need to go that far. <laughs> but but what's crazy is th- we don't expect either defense to let that happen. But neither defense was bad last year mm-hmm. when they got to thirty eight thirty five. Sometimes you've just got like punch counter punch, and when it's Mahomes and Hurts. And you've got as much star A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Travis Kelsey, like all the stars all over the field. Punch, counter, punch kind of feels good with tonight. I think I'm with you, Malcolm. I think I'm going to get that over. I, I picked the Eagles minus two and a half. I don't think I, I'm, I don't think I've got money going to a line on this. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm just I think I'm sticking with that over and maybe some player props. Uh, that may that may be big. I, I like Rice, and I haven't looked at the player props. Let's take a break. Let's do that. Let's take a break. We'll look at this from a betting angle uh, for all the uh, – Uh, betting associates we have out there we'll take a look at that uh we'll get you ready for what's coming on the way out here let's get you some hto though uh we've got some brew house coupons uh, which is all the coffee all the hot nice coffee hot tea available for you at hto we'll give you two uh, coupons for those the coffee drinks are available at wichita's east location and in derby 
Uh, you can also get your Thanksgiving gallons ordered up. That's a big part of people's holiday. Uh, it's a crazy week there at HTO, but you can come in, get those gallons going, get ready for the holiday. We'll give away those two coffee drinks to the first two. Uh, sorry, to the first caller, two of those, right now to the IHOP hotline at 869-1240. We'll come back. What about the betting lines tonight? What do we think as we look ahead to Chiefs-Eagles? Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Glad to be with you here. Jake Baldrock, Paul Savage, uh, Chambers producing, Malcolm Carter hopping in. A little guest appearance. We always appreciate Malcolm stopping by. Congratulations to Josh for winning some HTO brew house coffee. Yeah. Uh, Glad to be able to do that for you, everybody. And by the way. It is a nice day. By the way, let me just tell you, my buddy Joe Rockwell and I were out on Saturday. We had to run some errands together. And uh, guess where we stopped? We stopped at H2O. He got a tea. I got a coffee. And you know what I got first time? Because you've been telling me to do it. I got a a black coffee. But I I went backwards. I got some creamer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it, but I couldn't. I thought to myself, here I am. Here I am at H2O. I've got to do a little something. I didn't get one of the exotic coffees. I got a black coffee with some creamer, and it was darn good. Malcolm, are you a coffee guy? I am not. I'm a tea guy. That that figures. We got you covered. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Green tea is my my go-to. There you go. But anyway, okay, we had a good guess, time. Yeah, they really got good. some green tea over at HTO. Yeah. They got good green oh, tea. Oh, by the way, can I give you some no- yeah. some news about uh, about Joe Rocco, our buddy? We had a board of directors meeting for the Kansas Baseball Hall of Fame, and as you know, he's run a baseball card shop for 45 years. We elected him into the into the Kansas Baseball Hall of Fame as a contributor after 45 years of promoting baseball through his card shop. How about that? Very nice. Is that Very not nice, nice or what? I think it's Joe wonderful. Rocco. Yeah, congratulations. All right, Joe. let's look at this. So we all like the over, uh, which probably means it's sure to fail, destined to fail, uh, <laughs> since we all like it. Uh, look, let's look at some of the player product. I think the, I think the two and a half is is really really difficult. Mm. Uh, we talked about the Chiefs needing to throw it around. Mahomes over under is at two eighty three. Hertz is at two thirty two. Uh, probably a little rich on the Mahomes market, but you know they kind of need to do it. His uh, his past touchdown total would be you could get pretty good money on on, on over two and a half. So if you think he's going to throw three touchdowns, uh, one that interests me, I think DeAndre Swift over his rushing. It's at fifty seven and a half. Jalen Hurts is at thirty eight and a half. Patrick Mahomes at twenty five and a half. Patrick Mahomes rushing numbers are usually pretty interesting. A.J. Brown on the receiving end. We've got A.J. Brown at eighty and a half. Devonta Smith at fifty seven and a half. Uh, Rishi Rice, 43-and-a-half. Travis Kelsey, 75-and-a-half. Uh, I'm probably in on Rice at 40. You guys know what? Guess, take a wild swing. You maybe have seen this. What do you think Kadarius Tony's over-under on yardages tonight? It can't be anything more than 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Six and a half. Six and a half. So, like, is he going to have a catch, basically, uh, is that prop? That's interesting. (laughs) Off of a bye week, it feels like, like, I may take that because off a bye week, surely Andy Reid has schemed him up a gadget play at least, right? Like, can we get the man a gadget play and and let him run after the catch? That's why he's supposed to be here. But Kelsey at 75 and a half. So that, you know, what's interesting about all those is they're all kind of high, right? Like, there's nothing that seems like a severe discount. Yet that over under is only at forty five and a half. One observation: Can I? You know, I'm not betting this game, but I, I'm going to make an observation for you guys to do. The number that jumped out. What was the number for uh, rushing yards for Mahomes? Give me. Was that twenty five and a half? Twenty five and a half. Now here's why I would take the over on that. Partly because we talked about this in the last segment, how good the defensive line is for the yep. for the Eagles. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but when you have a good defensive line. Many times, quarterback is forced out of the pocket, forced mm-hmm. runs, not not no designed runs, obviously, uh, but he's forced out of the pocket. That's going to mean that there's going to be opportunities to pick up first downs, you know, to get to the sideline, that kind of stuff. That that 25 yards will come pretty quick. Am I looking at that right? Am I looking at that wrong? I don't know, mm-hmm. but to me, it, you force Mahomes out of the pocket, he's going to have numerous opportunities to pick up yards. I would take the over to, on the 25. Am I looking at that right, Jacob? Yeah, look, I think so. I, I mean, I think Malcolm was on it. They're going to get – he's going to feel pressure. Sometimes he feels pressure even when pressure isn't there, right? That's kind of his thing. He likes to move around. And, yeah, if the Eagles are getting back there, he's going to run. He's got I mean, to. He always no does. choice. No choice. And, and, and the thing on his scrambles is when he runs – 
he's got a lane. So what would he need? Maybe three, you know, runs like that when he feels the pressure to get over 25 and a half. Heck, maybe one sometimes. But I, I, I could get on that with you, Paul, there on a 25 and a half rushing for Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that line, too. Um, it's something that I would keep an eye on. Kind of maybe not everybody wants to take these kind of props, but kickers. Sometimes they're one and a half field goals made, especially in a game like this where you can maybe see some uh, some red zone stops from both teams. So I think maybe looking at a one and a half for like Jake Elliott, I think might be a good line. Um, and then someone I don't think I heard you mention was Justin Watson. You know what his receiving line is at? Uh, yeah, we can find it. Give me two seconds. There's uh, is he's got to be listed here? No, they don't have him on there yet. Wow. I mean, I w- I'll be interested to see what. His oh yeah, line I do. Is. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Here we go. Twenty four and a half. Twenty four and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll be. I think that'll be a good uh, a good line to keep their eyes on. I think a lot. I of mean, times- Sky Moore's Sky Moore's is only fifteen and a half. Matt Valdez Scantling's only seventeen and a half. Th- that's what's so strange about this. Like, if Mahomes is at two eighty three, like his receivers numbers aren't adding up to two eighty three. It's all a little funky on those tonight. By the way, Mahomes is rushing. He has gone over 25 yards rushing six out of how many games have they played? Ten? Six out or six out of nine mm-hmm. games. He didn't get it. He didn't rush at all against the Vikings, uh, against the Broncos. He had 20 and then most recently. So he hasn't had it in his last two games, but he's only missed it three times all year. Uh, if you just just for instance on that, on his number and getting to that 25 and a half, if the Eagles you know, pass rushes there. I think you're onto something, Paul. I think that might be one to look at. But for these Chiefs receivers, like they're saying, Mahomes gets to 283, and I'm looking at a bunch of receivers that are looking at like one to two catches will hit their props. But I get it because I don't know who it's going to be. That's the hard part about the Chiefs' offense right now. Outside of Kelsey, we never know who it's going to be. No, I agree. But I could say I think Justin Watson is a good a guy to keep your eye on. I think uh, when the play breaks down. I've seen Mahomes tend to look his way uh, to kind of get those chunky artist plays. So that's 24 and a half. He might, you know, get that on, you know, one one deep ball or maybe a couple um, scramble plays where he finds him. Let's just pick a winner here. Paul, you sticking with the Chiefs? I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Malcolm, what do you think? I'm going to take the Chiefs tonight. I can't go back on my Friday pick, the Eagles. I know. Uh, and I even gave two and a half on it. Are you I, sorry? I just... Are you sorry you did it? No, it's not that I'm sorry. Well, I just don't know. I, like I, I, I really don't. I, I don't know if this Chiefs pass game is capable of exploiting Philadelphia's weakness. I heard sorrow you know? in your voice. I, I just heard it. I heard that sorrow. <laughs> there's sorrow because I, well, yeah, there's sorrow because I despise the Eagles. <laughs> okay. I'm a, you know, like I follow the Chiefs here and cover and, and grew up as a Cowboys fan. I, I And it just, you know, I got to swallow down a little vomit to say that <laughs> oh, I'm going to pick the Eagles. No, I don't, Thank you for that. I don't feel good about it all at right. all. But, all you know, right, it is you. what it is. We'll all see. Right. I, I, desp- I hope that I'm very, very wrong about that. All right, we'll come back. We'll tell you what's on tap today. Lots to get to on the networks. We'll have that for you here as we wrap up a Monday edition of Sports Daily. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 